51, Dallas, Fort Worth. A radio.com station. Don't call it a comeback. The handoff goes to Dorsett. Don't call it a comeback. Touchdown, Herschel Walker. Don't call it a comeback. Make a play forever. I've been here for years. Hey. I've been here for years. Hey. I've been here for years. Here we go. Run Zeke. Up the middle, he's gone. Zeke's gone. Goodbye, Zeke. Touchdown. The dogs got out. Listen to the bass go boom, boom, boom. Hey. This is the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertson. And broadcasting live from the start. The Cowboys are moving on to the divisional round of the playoffs. Brought to you by Miller Lite. The only beer of the Cowboys. Albertson's, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Bacardi. Live passionately. Drink responsibly. Bacardi. And by Mahindra. Find your nearest Mahindra dealer at TexasMahindraDealers.com. Now, your hosts, Jeff Cavanaugh, Taylor Stern, and Brad Shan. That's me. Woo. I'm the last one that he said. Thank you. It's the Cowboys Hour. It's the victory Monday. That's really Tuesday. Divisional round of the playoffs. Cowboys Hour is what it These is. These people are hyped up. Well, they, they better be. If they're not hyped up now, we got to get like a whole bunch of boxes to put yeah. them in for crying out loud. I love it. And it's our last show of the year. Don't say it so. It's, it's our last se- show of the season, and here's why. After these guys beat the Rams on Saturday night, mm-hmm. next yes. week they're going to be concentrating on the NFC Championship game. So we'll do what we can to have surprises, but this is the last Cowboys hour of the season, and we are delighted to have Connor Williams and Anthony Brown with us. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having um, Sometimes guys say they're really happy to be here, and we know they're lying, but they, they, they come anyway. But today is Tuesday in their world, so they actually just finished work, so they didn't have far to go. So uh, we're very happy to have you here. And uh, in honor of the Golden Globes last night, I would like to thank a lot of people, but instead of doing it at the end, I'm going to do it at the beginning because uh, I will I will deign to speak for Jeff and Taylor. Um, without Ted Nichols Payne and Alex and Stephen and Katie and Alyssa, without these people, we are just sitting here talking to each other. And trust me, that's not all that entertaining. It's really can not. be, can be. Not, it can, can. not for them. No, not for them. For right. us. So um, we, we got the we got the best staff imaginable. Uh, and as usual, the the heavy lifting and all the real work gets done by people whose names you rarely hear and whose faces you rarely see. Uh, in Ted and Stephen's case, that may be a good thing. In Katie and Alyssa's case, that's definitely not for you. You want to see their faces as much as you can. But thank you again. We, I'm very, very honored to be able to work with all of you. And uh, we look forward to uh, bigger and better next year. But right now we're just concentrating on these playoffs. This is so much fun. And uh, Auntie and I were talking earlier today about, and maybe you'll expand and enlighten us, uh, two years ago in, in your rookie year, uh, the Cowboys played in the divisional round, but they didn't play in a wild card game. So this was your first playoff game to win, right? Yes, first win. And so how how did that feel, and how did the, how does the whole experience feel different than two years ago? Um, basically, it, it feels a little different because my rookie year we was the number one seed, and um, we had the bye week and everything, and everybody expected us to go to the Super Bowl. Now this year, 
we were fighting down from three and five, working our way back and making the playoffs and um, getting in a wild card. We've basically been in playoff mode for two months about now, and now uh, we're just trying to keep it going. I know it's different situations, but what situation do you like being in? Well, I would love to be the number one seed, of course, but, I mean, I love this I love this um, situation too because it's like it's, it's all or nothing and you, you don't fear anything and you just keep pushing forward regardless. Connor, what's this – experience like in your first year in professional football uh it's been unreal i mean i never even played in a bowl game and so going to playoffs and, <laughs> no stop uh, that texas didn't play in a bowl game the uh, whole time you were there my third year they did but i uh i declared but yeah yeah you declared mm-hmm. that's right wow well happy bowl season then Connor. Yeah. <laughs> national championship tonight maybe Holy texas God. will be there next year yeah yeah but so what's it like what's i mean what, what were your expectations coming in and and you've had an unusual season and we'll get into that but what were your expectations when you when you came in after the draft, and how has this season weighed against those expectations? Uh, it's definitely been a lot of ups and downs, and, and like you said, we started three and five, and uh, everyone counted us out, and, and we just kept our heads down and grinded, and uh, day by day, week by week, um, and, and now we're here, and so it's just about the next day, next opponent. Yeah, and then for you to be from Texas, growing up here, going to Coppell High School, I bet you never realized, like, not only one day I'll be a Cowboy, but I'll be a starting Cowboy in a playoff game. How surreal was that for you last week? Oh, it was amazing. Um, growing up in DFW, I mean, my, I grew up a Cowboys fan, and so to be able to just represent for the team is amazing, but let alone play, for, play in a playoff game for them. What's it been like, and what do you learn or take away from it where you come in and it looks like you're going to start, you get banged up, they bring in another guy who kind of plays well for a while, and then is Connor starting, is Xavier starting, and now it seems like – you go play in a postseason game against two of the better linebackers in football. I say the linebackers because you have to block linemen and linebackers, depending <laughs> on what the play calls for. What's the ride been like? What sort of experiences or learning have you done throughout it? Uh, I mean, it's definitely been a roller coaster, but you, you just got to stay stable through it. Um, I mean, we're all here to, to win. We're all here uh, for Cowboys. And, um, I mean, Coach Colombo is very good with it. He was very uh, upfront and honest about the whole situation with all of us. And so – um, I mean, it, it's been good and it's been a ride. What's it been like with him? Because without uh, ever saying anything negative about somebody who's gone now, what changed? Because Amari Cooper came and it seemed like this team really got a spark from that. And Mark Colombo took over the offensive line. That seemed like another thing that sparked it. What's different? What do you love about the new offensive line coach? Uh, I mean, of course I wasn't here previously. This is my first year. But um, just apparently it's, it's going back to, to, to what we've been doing. It's been going back to uh, – the basis of how this O-line's been for the past decade. And so um, just the way we practice, the mentality, the mindset. Yeah. And just to follow up on some of some of this line of questioning of Jeff's, so you played tackle. Not only are you transitioning from professional football, college football to professional football, so you're a tackle at Texas. Now you're going to come in your left guard from day one until you, until you got hurt. And then the next action you had was at right guard. And you really played well. And uh, I've had some veteran linemen express to me that that might have been really a good thing for you to have to jump in and play in a side that you were completely unfamiliar with. Do you agree with that? And if so, why? Um, I mean, I mean, Travis always says when, whenever, I'm pre- whenever I was presented with that opportunity, he was like, as many positions as you can play, I mean, you got to be able to have all the tools in the tool belt. And so just being able to uh, play right guard adds another tool in the tool belt. 
And of course, Anthony, yours is a yeah. little bit similar in that year one, you showed up and you played really well. Year two, Jordan Lewis shows up and sometimes you're playing, sometimes you're not playing. Year three, you're back in there and you're the guy and you're playing really, really well. How does that, how does that play out? What do you take away from that and how does it help you get better? I mean, um, I, every year is just a different year and um, you're just trying to get better each and every day. So um, coming in the first year, I played because of injury and everything. Uh, we made the playoffs first first seed, like we already stated. Last year, we didn't make the playoffs. Um, we didn't have a good year, point blank period. This year, we back on we back on where we left off from the first year, and we just trying to push farther than we did last year. All right, but, but wait a minute now. But if help me with my memory. Your locker was next to Orlando Scandrick's your rookie year. Yeah. At Valley Ranch? Yeah. No, no, no. no. We were here. Here. So, I was at Valley Ranch, but I wasn't next to Orlando. Right. But here you were next to Orlando. Right. And if Orlando Scandrick was famous for anything, it was for embracing the idea that he played with a chip on his shoulder from probably from before he was at Boise, right? And you didn't shirk from as a rookie saying, yeah, I got a chip on my shoulder too. I'm, they call me a slot corner. They drafted me in the sixth round or and yeah, I'm, I'm. I think I'm just a good cornerback. I think I'm just a good football player. I don't label myself just a one position. I, I could play. I feel like I could play anywhere, and I just play football. You so. can play center. Well, if they need me. <laughs> <laughs> you played tight end in high school, didn't you? Yes, I did. My junior year. Have they ever thought about? Did they at Texas want to try you out there? Uh, no, they, 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 they like they solidified at left tackle. Yeah. Okay, if yeah. if you had to line up at corner. And you had to line up at guard. Ooh. Which one would do a better job? I'm going to do my job. I'm going to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. What's it been like with uh, Coach Richard this year? I mean, obviously everyone knows what he's been able to do with the DBs and the secondary, but how, how have you guys been impacted? It's been uh, wonderful, man. You know, he comes in with a great spirit. Um, he motivates us, gives us great confidence and everything, you know, um, you know, he's he's with us regardless of the circumstances of what's going on in the game. He's always going to be with us. He got our back. And um, I love him. I yeah. Love him. Now, um, have you been the direct recipient of a Chris Richard chewing out at any time? Um, yeah, I think everybody got at least once. Um, <laughs> at least one time. I mean, that's that's any coach, though. It's not just him. Any coach do that. Well, you would know that better than, better than me. But I, I wanted to get to this because... Connor, you talked about Mark Colombo before, and those of us who remember him as a player remember that he absolutely had an edge. <laughs> he, oh, look yeah. at Connor's laughing. I don't have to say anymore. And that was that was before you were really old enough to pay too close of attention. But these are two assistant coaches who personally, I think, help infuse the team with the attitude that you have because they are both kind of in your face, but outstanding technicians and it strikes me that they're both very demanding because they were demanding of themselves does that sound like Connors that sound like Mark Colombo yeah he def definitely hasn't lost his edge since he uh, got done playing and <laughs> I mean he's 100 miles an hour every every minute every day so you always got to be a up to speed with them. And and have you been the recipient of a Mark Colombo chewing out? Uh, once or twice, yeah. <laughs> how do you Just learn? How do you learn not to take that personally? I mean, they they're there to uh, make you the best you can be. So at the end of the day, it's just them trying to be make you better. Anthony, so. oh sorry, go ahead. Oh. What did you think when you saw Coach Richard wearing cleats? Oh, um, I like that. You know, I like when coaches get out there and can show what 
show what they can do, like, not just say it, not just go, go out there and say, okay, go do this, go do that. I love when the coach could do it with us and show us, so I love it. He covered a tight end pretty well one day in training camp. I forgot what drill or what play it was, but there was nobody there to cover, so he jumped yeah. out there and I did mean, it. I he, thought he did a fine job. He played corner, so, you know, he, he got the same movements we have. You know, he's quick. He's still quick to this day, so I love him. All right, we're going to take a break and find out a little bit more about the preparations for this big uh, divisional playoff game. Uh, just thrilled to have Anthony Brown and Connor Williams with us on the Cowboys Hour. It's our regular Monday night stop at uh, 6 p.m., and uh, tonight we are saying goodbye to the Cowboys Hour for this season uh, inside the Ford Center on the concourse of the Ford Center. Uh, we really appreciate all of you being with us who have come out to uh, be part of the show and to meet the players, and Stephen will have the microphone one last time for this season to mix among you later to get some questions from you. And we are very grateful to our sponsors on the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, presented by Albertsons and sponsored in part by Omni. Next time you travel for an away game, here's how to make... By the way, the Cowboys are staying in an Omni this week. True. I better not say any more than that because <laughs> the lobby will be full enough, but we're staying in an Omni. That's probably enough, Brad. That's probably <laughs> more than enough. That's not the first time I've said more than enough. Next time you travel for an away game, here's how to make the most of it. Stay with Omni Hotels and Resorts. They have 60 premier locations coast to coast. One of them's in L.A., by the way, with <laughs> things like world-class spas, championship golf, and great dining. Visit OmniHotels.com to learn more. Omni Hotels and Resorts, the official hotel of the Dallas Cowboys, and by Lucchese. Lucchese Bootmakers now open at the Star in Frisco. Shop from a variety of world-class handmade cowboy boots, as well as all-new signature apparel and accessories. Visit their brand-new store today and experience the tradition that is... Lucchese Bootmaker. I'm going to miss that. We'll be right back on the Cowboys Hour. Get in the game and go to Albertsons when you're looking for fresh produce. From farm fresh peaches to organic strawberries, Albertsons has every variety you can imagine. If you're looking for convenience, well, we have that too. Fresh cut daily, ready to add to any of your favorite recipes. And if it's that healthy snack for the backpack or lunch bag, we have that too with our fresh grab-and-goes. So shop where it pays to play. Save 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboy game day when you wear your Cowboy jersey. Albertsons, official supermarket of the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys work in the searing heat, watch hours of film, and endure countless practices because these are the marks of a champion. At Maker's Mark, we understand. We hand-rotate every barrel, hand-dip every bottle, and use red winter wheat from the same single-family farm. Because like our distinctive taste, these are the marks of the maker. Maker's Mark. We make our bourbon carefully. Please enjoy it that way. As we watch the suburban garden gnome carefully, carefully without disturbing it, we notice that it moves like not at all. It's inanimate and utterly without brain function. But despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. What happens when the world's biggest casino, Windstar World Casino and Resort, meets the world's biggest football team, the Dallas Cowboys? I'll tell you what happens. A whole lot of winning. Come to Windstar and help us celebrate the biggest new partnership in entertainment. Windstar World Casino and Resort, the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. 
team behind your team. As the official emergency medical services provider of the Dallas Cowboys, AMR is always ready for game day. Our team offers standby services for guests, fans, and players, as well as physician services and first aid rooms. AMR provides fast response care that is always patient-focused, customer-centered, and caregiver-inspired. We're proud to be the official first responders of football players everywhere. Visit AMR.net to learn more. When your team scores a touchdown, gain extra points with your guests by serving Bacardi Rum and Cola to quench their thirst. Bacardi, where the fun begins. Live passionately. Drink responsibly. Bacardi, it's trade dress and the bat device are trademarks of Bacardi and Company Limited. Bacardi, where the fun begins. When your team scores a touchdown, gain extra points with your guests by serving Bacardi Rum and Cola to quench their thirst. Live passionately. Drink responsibly. Bacardi, it's trade dress and the bat device. Trademarks of Bacardi and Company Limited. Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertson, and broadcasting live from the star. On third and long, Prescott runs it up the middle. 15, 10, 5, diving to the one. Oh, they spotted him short. They've moved it to the one. It is a first and goal. Yeah, that was a good play. That, that was, was a good pretty, play. That was a pretty good play. Connor, did you see that play, or were you busy blocking somebody? I wasn't listening to the play. What was it? The it draw? Was the, it was the fourth and <laughs> it was the fourth, third and fourteen. The draw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was blocking. Yeah, I know, but I know you were blocking. But I mean, did you see him? Are you aware when they do something like that and it comes up right behind you? Or can you? Are you aware of him before the play ends? Um, towards the end of the play, yeah, you can drift off a little and watch, but run to the ball, go yeah. in case there's a fumble. And do you ever look back, like? looking back at it and say wow that was a hell of a play oh yeah it was a it was a great play i mean he he leaped all the way out there i mean he put his body on the line do you ever do you guys ever think that about yourself after a play <laughs> on your way back you're like man i just made a hell of a play that was like a really pat good, themselves was on a, the back that was a great job by me not really it's more on to the next one okay because i know there's some plays in that game where you do a really nice job either cutting off kj Wright or bobby wagner i think i would go back to the huddle with a little little back pat <laughs> no you can't get too high too low well i want wait i tell i want anthony brown you, you have to tell me that on the last play of the giants game that you gave yourself a little pat on the back on the fourth down come on now. not at the moment um probably when i when i watch the film is when i feel the best because you, you look at it like and look what you just did you just really did that and you know all the other 30 31 teams around the league they watching the same film so you can only imagine what they're saying also. And all your teammates have to watch it too while they're sitting exactly. next to you. And you say, exactly. that was me, not you. And, that, <laughs> and they congratulate you. It feels awesome. It feels amazing. We're pretty lucky to not only have Anthony Brown and Carl Williams, but we also have Anthony Brown Jr. here. Yeah, he I know. He, he's just excited. Crazy, he's just man. excited. Where he's a little cutie. It's playoffs. He's fired up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep be. juggling all of your life regardless. But you're about to be a dad to another baby soon. I am. I am. My second. I'm having another boy. So... Congratulations. Two boys, yeah. Congratulations. Much congratulations. Very nice. Yeah. How has fatherhood changed football for you? Oh, it's definitely it changed it a lot. You know, you look at the game different, you know, because um, you got kids to feed now, so it's, you got to really take it serious. It can't be out here playing, and um, it's nothing for fun. I mean, we're trying to capitalize on what we got at state right now. And the bigger the game, the bigger the check, and, you know, the bigger the name. So. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. It, it is amazing to watch the transformation of a lot of guys that, I mean, just in personal experiences that I grow up with, and then they have a kid, and it's like immediately so many things are, hey, I used to care about that, 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 and that. Now all I care about is this. Yes. Is that, is that sort of how it happened for yeah, you? Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, 
with, in the situation I'm in, I might as well take take advantage of it and try to capitalize off it while I'm here. So I don't want to pass this up. What do you guys do? What What's his favorite thing? Just run around, bother me. Have no plan. <laughs> no Just plan. Just run in a circle. Just run around in circles. Connor, you laugh like you remember those times, like when you're a little kid and just running around. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely was a handful of my parents. I couldn't imagine my dad playing pro football <laughs> during the time. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, think about it. You guys have been going, and you know this from now transitioning from a college season, but you've been going basically since July, not counting, you know, off-season work, but July until January 7th or beyond. I mean, that is a long time to just be so zeroed in. Yeah, most definitely, and um, I d- d- definitely for my first year, I mean, four preseason games, 16 regular season games. I mean, it's pretty much two seasons of college football in one. Who gives you advice on how to handle that, how to keep going? Like, where have you gotten some of the best advice? Has it been the guys in the room already with you? Is it Columbo? Um, yeah, I, I think you can definitely look at the uh, the linemen in the room. I mean, they're such a, um, they're such a staple to uh, the Cowboys, but at, at the same time, they're all they're all vets. They're all great at what they do and and respectable. And and you can see why they're so great is because what they do off the field. And so just learning from them. But it's a good point about the rookie wall. A lot of guys run into it. And uh, as you said, the, most most people might not want to count preseason games. Like I count every preseason game I ever broadcast because I work to prepare for them. You guys, pl- especially when you're a rookie and you're playing, that's a game. That that counts. So did you hit a rookie wall at some point? Um, I, I don't believe so. I, I don't feel like I've hit one. Um, and and definitely with the momentum of the playoffs going, I don't think um, it'd definitely be able to hit anytime soon because uh, just the excitement in the air. And so uh, for me, no. Is it more exciting? Do you, I mean, do you feel more excited? Because your head coach... And I'd like both of you to answer this. Your head coach does a pretty consistent job of stressing. We're just trying to have the best Tuesday we can, because today's Tuesday, you understand? On a Monday. On a Monday. But But for us, it's Monday. But for them, it's Tuesday. We're just trying to have the best Tuesday we can have. Just the best one. And that is, that's designed, I'm absolutely certain, to make sure that when you get to a game whose stakes are apparently higher, that you don't lose your minds and you just treat it. About doing your jobs the same way all the time. Does that does that? But so does it feel more exciting to you? Well, I mean, the, the next game is always the biggest game, but at, at the time, same time, it's uh, I mean, it's in it, in it to win it. So there's definitely another level that comes to it. Do you feel more yeah. excited, AB? I feel like every game is the same. It's just another game. People, the media makes the game bigger than it should be, and um, the winner. I just feel like it's the same. Me. Well, we, we're doing that so that people are really excited about it, so you guys get they huge paychecks. That's our idea. Our idea is to make <laughs> yeah. this game really, really big, so when you play make, well, the checks are really, really exactly big. Exactly right. That's true. That's true. It's, 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 it's entertainment. I understand that. But at the same time, it's football. It's the same. It's just a game. And I mean, it is the playoffs. It's the game before the NFC Championship game this weekend, division around, of course. And um, Who's not going to be excited? Yes, you're going to be excited, but at the end of the day, this is just another game. Now, you're talking about the fans and what they did. Would you say that Saturday night's game was louder than the Packers game back in 2016? Or did it just feel different? I don't hear the crowd. I'm, I'm focused on the next You play. don't hear the crowd at all? Nah. I mean, do you, Connor? Do you hear the crowd? Does it get you hyped uh, up? Yeah, when we score, when the defense gets a, in third down and, and uh, we're watching the defense perform. Uh, they def- definitely get hyped up. Yeah. So today is a Monday, Tuesday. What does that mean on your guys' weekly schedule? Is it clean up your own film? Are you guys watching L.A.? What is today? 
still a mixture of both. Um, clean out the game from um, Saturday, and um, then we look forward to the Rams today, do a couple walkthroughs and everything. Okay, have you guys seen the world goes nuts when somebody in sports in a high position is actually willing to divulge information and show you, like Sean McVay, people are going nuts yeah, because he basically like gave a scouting report on the Cowboys and was willing to talk about every player he and what he does really, well. Though. Well, he did. He did. He just he, comparatively to other NFL head coaches, he said a lot. Ah. Yes, because he named players by name. Yes. Yeah. He, he said he knew who people so were. So, so what I wanted to do was I want to ask you guys about the Rams and the individuals you have to prepare for and see if the answer is more Jason Garrett or more Sean McVeigh. <laughs> Anthony, who are you going to be covering against the Rams, and what do you know about them? I'll be covering um, a, little, a couple, all three of their receivers. You got Robert Woods. You got um, you got um, Brandon Cooks, and you got Joshua Reynolds. Um, those guys move around a lot, you know. Um, they like to throw Todd Gurley the ball on screen plays a lot too also. So I'll be around the field. I'll be everywhere. And, Connor, has anybody heard of the guys that you'll have to be blocking at all? Who <laughs> are, are they who, good? Who would, the, who would those guys be? Um, I mean, they're definitely a, a high-tallied uh, D-line group, and um, they're definitely invested a lot in it, and uh, that's the backbone of their defense. And so um, for us, it's just about being able to come out um, – throughout the week and prepare for him and coming out on Saturday and executing. I will tell you guys, on this day in 1978, the Cowboys beat the Rams in the divisional round 28-0. So, you know, there's a history with these two teams. That's, that's we just haven't seen it in the postseason in a while. If if 99 lines up over you, you just tell him to go. That Zach wants to talk to him. Yeah. Tell him to go to the other side. <laughs> Zach has a phone to pick with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but Do you talk trash? Uh, no, I don't talk at all. You're quiet? Yeah, I'm pitch quiet. I'm uh, like Joe, who told us last week that he'll just yell at guys. Oh, yeah, Joe gets going, and I just laugh at him and watch. Any words or just yelling? He just said that he just goes up and just kind of like... He started quoting off some movie two weeks ago. <laughs> In the game? During the game? <laughs> to, to, a pl- to a player, he was, he was saying something to him. He started quoting off some movie. I was like, Joe, like you're the world famous at quote. <laughs> Anthony, do you play quietly? Yeah, I'm the silent assassin. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I wonder, I've never heard that nickname. That's mine. Because I think silent. I think the world pictures receivers and defensive backs as being more talkative, and that's who, what they want you to be. Yeah. See, that's what they want you to who, be. Who you know? who is the talker? On our team? Yeah. We, we don't have a talker. We let our play do the talking. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. The world's not used to. We're not. I don't know if we're ready for a secondary that not even we can't not a All safety. Right, how about nobody? this? How about this? You're in training camp, not just practice. During this, you're in training camp. Which one of your receivers gets a little chatty? No, no, we don't. We don't talk trash to each other. We just go to work. We don't talk like that. That coach Garrett I mean, culture is very real. I'll tell you what, it's, it has taken root. Do you remember? I mean, you know, you're good friends with him, Mo Claiborne. Like he would come out there and he's the nicest guy, best guy. And then on the field, it's like he took this different persona. What you have to do, I get, but. You know, did you remember those good Mo and Dez battles? Oh, of course. You know, I remember the day when Dez was like, you can't guard me, you can't guard me, you can't guard me. That was our biggest talker we had since I've been here. And um, now we don't have any talkers. Dez was one of the biggest talkers since they made the ball oblong. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That was part of his motivation. That's what it was part of his charm. I will have more for Anthony Brown and Connor Williams when we continue in a moment on the Cowboys Hour. And big thanks to Jack Black. Want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black starter 
for JB Faves plus a full size lip balm for just 10 bucks with free shipping at getjackblack.com. Use code TEAMJB. And always thank you, Albertsons. When it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, go to Albertsons and Tom Thumb. Get 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboys game day when you wear your Cowboys jersey. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back on the Cowboys Hour. What makes Miller Lite such a great beer? That it has more taste or that it has only 96 calories? Yes. And yes. What are you holding? Miller Lite. Hold true. Great beer, great responsibility. 2018 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Average analysis, 12 fluid ounces, less than one gram protein, and zero grams fat. Wait, is this your best climbing gear? No, but it's okay. Um, did you just say okay? Relax. What's the worst that could happen? Um, the rope could snap? Well, what's the second worst thing that could happen? Networks, like climbing gear, should never be just okay. AT&T is America's best wireless network, according to America's biggest test. Now with 5GE. More for your thing. That's our thing. Claim based on GWS1 score September 2018. Excludes crowdsourced studies. 5G evolution not available everywhere. See att.com slash network to learn more. When a player gets sidelined and injured, he's out of the game. But when you get sidelined in a car accident and injured, it's not a game. If someone I love gets injured in a car accident, there's only one law firm I would call. Shamia Law. Shamia Law has free consultations and only get paid if they win. You don't need car insurance, health insurance, or even have a social security number. You have rights. Let Shamia Law fight for you. Call 214-888-3333 or ShamiaLaw.com. Come to Mahindra's Harvest Demo Days to find your own Mahindra from the world's number one selling tractor. Test drive subcompact tractors, compact tractors, heavy-duty utility tractors, and a full line of utility vehicles. Hurry in for the best savings of the year during Mahindra's Harvest Demo Days. Find your dealer and the best savings of the year at TexasMahindraDealers.com. I can't believe it. That we're in an elevator with a puma? No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Um, could you hit seven for me? Okay, no need to. That's fine. I'm good. Believe it. Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. At Jim Beam, we know the importance of things passed down, like team loyalty and tailgating with friends and family before kickoff. Just like the Cowboys, our bourbon is rich in tradition. Seven generations of the Beam family are proof of that, staying true to our family recipe to ensure a better-tasting bourbon. This season, let's celebrate America's team as one big fan family. On game day, raise a glass of America's native spirit, Jim Beam, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Drink smart, 40% alcohol by volume, copyright 2018, James B. Beam Distilling Company, Claremont, Kentucky. Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertson, and broadcasting live from the star. 28 seconds left, second and 10. In the gun, Prescott, snap is back, trying it again, fade right side, ball's caught, touchdown Michael Gallup. There it is. They just kept practicing that fade until they hit it. And it hit. I had just finished saying, in March, Dak needs to go get, like, rent a beach and take Gallup and throw about 300 fades a day. 
to him because they have had such trouble hooking up, and then he went right out and said, no, I believe I'll do it right now. Yeah, just yeah. do it when there's a touchdown on the line. Sure. It's a good yeah. time. Absolutely. So one of the one of the storylines of this season, we are back, by the way, on the Cowboys Hour at the Ford Center. We thank all of you who are joining us uh, on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, wherever you may be listening, those of you who have come out here uh, to be with us, and all of you watching on DallasCowboys.com, streamed live or later in the week. On those two little black boxes right there. Hello. all week long. Um, How do you know which one to look at? You can actually look at either. And if you can look at both at the same time, then we've got a real story. Okay. Um, Seems dangerous. What if you get stuck that way? You you would have an issue. Okay. Uh, One of the storylines for uh, fans and media for the season has been what happened from mid-season on. And how here you are now playing as well as anybody in the league, and no one saw it coming in November. When you're right in the middle of it, uh, A.B., you go first, please, since you're a senior. And Connor just said, good, thank Mm -hmm. you. Uh, When you're right in the middle of it and you're concentrating on the game plan every week and the team you're fixing to play, are, are you even aware of where you are in the standings? Or, I mean, you know if you're winning every week or not winning every week but I mean are you even aware of all that kind of stuff I mean if you're a true football fan you'll be aware um I'm a true football fan not just a player I love the game so I'm aware of everything you know every team who win and who lose and I pay attention to everything you know the playoff scenarios all the way through yeah, from all like the week way. 13 because <laughs> because way. we sat here when we did a cowboy hour yeah I don't remember what it was ago? but uh there's a broadcaster named Jason Witten and he was sitting here, and when we went off mic, he was like, wait, so who has to lose and what has to – and yeah. I was like, it's a week away. Yeah. No, uh, I had to explain it to Zeke on the post-game TV show uh, Saturday night. He said, I don't even know who we play. I said, well, would you like me to explain it to you? He said, yes, would you please? And so, so I did. But that's, those are details. You, you guys have people who, who do that stuff for you. So what did – A.B., three and five, you've already had your bye – what, what are you thinking? To be honest, I, 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 was, I didn't panic. I didn't feel nervous. I felt like we were still right in it because our division was wide open at the time, and we were only losing games by single digits, um, mistakes that we were making on our own, and um, easily corrected. So I, I felt good about our team. Did you, did you have a sense of we've lost five games. We better not lose too many more. Yeah, of course. You know, we um, we only had eight games left, so we had to make a move sooner or later. And I felt like the Eagles game was the turning point when we went and when we went to Philly. Connor. And, and yeah, same for you. Yeah. I was uh, I was just getting ready for a scope, so. Right, right. I was trying to just get back. But did, did he's you trying have, to get swelling down and yeah, he's like my knees. No kidding. But did you, as your, again, your rookie year and you're preparing for a, an opponent every week before you had the scope. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you are you thinking about, boy, man, we are struggling here, or are you just going out and playing and not? really that aware of standings and things like that at that time i mean uh obviously you gotta learn from the mistakes and and i think it was about us putting the games behind us and learning from our mistakes and, uh, and growing together and going out the next week and performing better than the last how did you feel all the way going back to training camp though you come in in april and you're playing with this offensive line and you have three pro bowlers and travis frederick and you have zach martin and then travis goes out with the syndrome how did you feel then? Like, were you still excited about this? What were your thoughts? Um, I mean, th- this whole line's resilient. Um, I mean, Joe stepped in and he did a great job. Um, 
Ax has stepped in. He's done a great job. Cam stepped in. He's done a great job. I mean, this whole line's a family. And so, um, I mean, we're all just ready whenever they need us. Did they teach you about kind of the rules of that you can't be, you know, going out there doing crazy stuff? We've heard about the different fines that they do to each other, but how is it going in that O-line room? Uh, yeah, we're definitely strict with the uh, O-line rules, and uh, Trav's kind of the mayor around it. But, um, but could, yeah, could it, you share some, please? Some of the rules? Um, you can't hand clap. Like when you make a mistake, like you can't hand clap. You can't, um, you can't like show like you're disappointed or stuff. It's about staying level-headed, not being ever too high or too low because we're the line. We need to be level-headed no matter what. Don't give him too much. Don't give him too much. Has the mayor? Yeah, yeah, Don't give him too much. Well, keep in mind, we're just trying to grow your persona and show the fans how engaging you are, so you can make tons of money. That's our goal. Um, <laughs> Now, this is for you. We do it for you. Yeah, the, now, no Jason Garrett answers allowed here, of course, unless you want to, because it's your job and you can do whatever you want. But I'd like to do a quick self-scouting, like starting with seniority, Anthony Brown. When you're your game, where you are this year, the things that you feel you're best at and the things that you feel like, oh, that may not come as easy to me, and that's something that I need to really work at every day. Um. Because Jason Garrett would say we want to improve at everything at all times. Thanks yeah. for asking. And that's the right answer. You, know, you want to prove at everything. Don't ever think you got it because once you think you got it, that's when you lost it all. And um, I feel like you can improve at everything. I know that's a Jason Garrett answer, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Connor, can we you beat that? No. See, the problem is that sometimes people have to admit that what Anthony just said. The Jason Garrett answer is really the right answer. Well, it's always the right answer, but I we're know. here to be entertained. It's the truth. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> I mean, they're out here acting like the most important thing is working and winning the Super Bowl. I'm, here, I'm here to giggle. We need to get a Super Bowl for these people. Anthony, how fun has it been with the hot boys in the defensive room? Have they been bringing the entertainment? I mean. Yeah, them, go, them guys funny, man. You know, the whole D-line and front seven with the linebackers, those guys are amazing. I love them. We found our talkers there. Yeah. That's our talkers. Oh, yeah, Antoine you definitely Woods. get some talkers out of them. D-Law, Antoine Woods, all those guys talk. You ain't going to get none out of Malik, though. He's not going to say anything. Malik is, Malik is a little bit more reserved. Yeah, but we, we had him on a cowboy hour. He said 31 words over the course of the hour. <laughs> I can believe it. It was amazing. I can believe it. He impressive. said that he's a hat guy, though. You know, that's his job. He's yeah. a hat guy. Mm -hmm. To go now, to work. Has O-Line talked about giving themselves a name, I, you know? saying something funny as far as the hot boys on that side and they're the Not offense. Not too much. We leave it up to the D-line to do that. The D-line just you, takes care of it. Are you guys just real quiet in practice? They talk to you guys and you just keep trying to block them? Uh, yeah, I mean... Somebody I mean, says something back. No, they, 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 um, I mean, they do their thing and we do our thing. Okay. I <laughs> would like to know if, um, and I'll tell you in a minute why I'm asking you this, if Coach Colombo has given you any advice about dealing with the media um no not really we've been focused on football he he was when he played you talked about travis being like the mayor in the room colombo was the enforcer of the offensive line and they had an unfortunate policy which completely contravened everything jeff's talking about the more you the more you are affable and forthcoming without divulging state secrets with the media, the, the friendlier you appear and the more you are exposed. And then when the team does well, then you reap some rewards. Coach Colombo 
had a thing about reporters, and he thought that no offensive lineman should be seen speaking to a reporter, which I found really funny the year after he retired and did a year with us on the radio. And I said, <laughs> you, know, you know what the great irony of this is, don't you? And, uh, and he would walk by. If I was talking to Leonard Davis or somebody in the locker room and Colombo walked by and saw it, he would say, that's fine. <laughs> right in front of you? Oh, yeah, right in front of you. He'd say, that's a fine. Did you feel bad? or? Just... No, I, w- I would say, no, he can't be fine. He's talking to me. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you, you just can't. So he hasn't he hasn't told you to be careful or stay away. Well, or... now, now that I know that, that's in the Cowboys hour for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the end. He's not going to be able to do it anymore. No, 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 because Colombo will do it. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, Colombo was, was really interesting because he went from player to not in the game and coming and playing with us on the radio and became very friendly and would talk about whatever you wanted. Then he became a coach, and you'd walk past in the weight room, and I'd be like, hey, Mark. And he was like, hey, Jeff. And he would pull down a screen or something. Like, he didn't want anything to do with anything. He's like, nope, we're back to football. Yeah. We're so not friends good. anymore. It's good. We'll all fit in well. Has Marinelli taught you about media and different things like that? No, oh, that's Coach Gear. He tells us everything about media, you know. Oh, what does he tell you? Yeah, what are his secrets? Ooh, here we go. It's no secret. He just tells us, you know, just... Say the right things when you're in front of these cameras, and um, don't don't give them bullet ball material, and don't say no outrageous things. Who's the worst receiver on the Rams? One thing thing I noticed that was so unique about this team that was different than in 2016 was starting after the Titans game, everyone said backs against the wall, backs against the wall, backs against the wall, and obviously they kept saying this is Garrett's message, and that was the first time I've seen since this is my fourth season that it was like this message really rang true with you guys. And why was that? Man, we, we didn't have no room for error. We was three and five, so we had to change it. We had to flip the switch real quick, you know. Um, keep doing the same things, you get the same results. That's insanity. So we had to change it up and keep it going. Well, why didn't you guys keep saying respect in training camp when you get the respect T-shirts? I don't know, man. I can't, I can't answer. I don't have all the answers. I don't know. <laughs> just some of them. Just some of just them. Just a couple of them. What about you, Connor? I have even less answers. Now that you're afraid <laughs> yeah, of the fines? No, no, no. I'm afraid of fines. It's, no, no, no. it's a very good point. <laughs> it was only when he was playing. It's not now. No, I know. It was only when he was playing. Connor's playing. Yeah. Connor is playing, <laughs> but that's not a rule Connor now. is out there. I think second contract time is a time to get real comfortable and become very outgoing. Just so, you know, just a few, yeah, a few more years, get the second contract, then you can kind of say what you want. Well, you said that you were a Cowboys fan growing up. Who was your player that you watched? Um, I had a Jason Witten jersey, and then uh, in college, my favorite O-lineman was Tyron. Really? <laughs> yeah. I always watched Tyron and loved watching him. Did you tell him that or no? You no, kept I it. can't tell him that. I know. <laughs> I would go up to someone and tell them that, but yeah, these football players, you have to go in and be like, oh, nice to meet you, colleague. I don't know if I want to, if, if I should say it with Brad around, but age sneaks up on you so fast. No, no, you're go, talking go to a, say it. You're talking to a it. cowboy who looked up to Tyron Smith in college, yeah. Tyron and Smith. Tyron's like 27. Yes. Does that yeah. make you feel old, Brad? No. Okay, cool. A <laughs> hundred thousand other things make me feel old. Who is that's, your guy, Greg? That doesn't, that's yeah, not one of them. Um, well, when I was a young kid, my mom, she's a diehard Cowboy fan. Really? Yeah, so I, I always watched the Cowboys when I was younger. But I grew up in Tampa, so I was a Bucks fan at the time. And um, when, But when I was watching college, Mark Claiborne was my guy who I used to watch. Then when I got here and saw him, it was just like, it was crazy, man. I told him. I actually, I you like, did? Man. Yeah, because I love LSU DBs. And I told him, like, man, I used to watch you all the time. I used to love y'all guys and everything. And, and what did he say? Couldn't. 
you know, he just appreciated and everything. We just had a good conversation about it. But but you say offensive linemen cannot do that. I don't. You can't. I think Tyron would be weirded out. No, Tyron would be weird. I'll let him know tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> good. And then I'll come I'll come find you and ask you if you talk to him, and we'll, we'll see how that went. Anthony, you still talk to um, Mo a lot? Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to meet with him tonight. Go have some dinner with him. After All right. Oh. Yeah. Tell him we said hello, please. And we'll be right back after we uh, take one more pause here on the Cowboys Hour. If you have questions for Anthony or Connor, hold your hands up. Stephen is going to have the microphone. Stephen's got the microphone. He'll be back to mix among you in a moment. The Albertsons, uh, the Miller Lite Cowboy Hour, sponsored by Albertsons, is brought to you in part by Omni. Next time you travel for an away game, here's how to make the most of it. Stay with Omni Hotels and Resorts. They have 60 premier locations coast-to-coast with things like world-class spas, championship golf, and great dining. Visit OmniHotels.com to learn more. Omni Hotels and Resorts, the official hotel of the Dallas Cowboys. And by Lucchese. Lucchese Bootmaker is now open at the Star in Frisco. Shop from a variety of world-class handmade cowboy boots, as well as all-new signature apparel and accessories. Visit their brand-new store today and experience the tradition that is... Lucchese Bootmaker. Back with Anthony Brown and Connor Williams after this. Get in the game and go to Albertsons when you're looking for fresh produce. From farm fresh peaches to organic strawberries, Albertsons has every variety you can imagine. If you're looking for convenience, well, we have that too. Fresh cut daily, ready to add to any of your favorite recipes. And if it's that healthy snack for the backpack or lunch bag, we have that too with our fresh grab-and-goes. So shop where it pays to play. Save 10% off your groceries every Dallas Cowboy game day when you wear your Cowboy jersey. Albertsons, official supermarket of the Dallas Cowboys. Miller Lite is brewed for every Cowboys fan who knows Miller Lite has been the only beer of the Cowboys since day one. Because when it comes to your team and your beer, you never compromise. That's why we brew Miller Lite with great taste and only 96 calories. Miller Lite. Hold true. Celebrate responsibly. 2018 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Average analysis, 12 fluid ounces, 96 calories, 3.2 grams carbs, less than 1 gram protein, and 0 grams fat. This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college, pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. For over 35 years, the Dallas-based law firm of Bell Nunley has been casting a big shadow for our clients. As one of the largest law firms in the region, Bell Nunnally is proud to include commercial litigation, mergers and acquisitions, real estate, intellectual property, and white-collar criminal defense in our extensive list of practices. Go to bellnunnally.com. Think big. Talk to Bell Nunnally today. Come to Mahindra's Harvest Demo Days to find your own Mahindra from the world's number one selling tractor. Test drive subcompact tractors, compact tractors, heavy-duty utility tractors, and a full line of utility vehicles. Hurry in for the best savings of the year during Mahindra's Harvest Demo Days. Find your dealer and the best savings of the year at TexasMahindraDealers.com. 
true sports fan wears their team's colors every chance they get. So when you need new gear to show off team spirit or your favorite color, Burnt Orange, Fans United is your go-to store where you can find game day gear for every Longhorn fan. Not a Longhorns fan? Fans United also carries local collegiate and professional team gear. With locations across the Metroplex and one in San Antonio, there's one nearby no matter where you live. Fans United is always open online at shopfansunited.com. It's Victory Monday! Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertson, and broadcasting live from the star. So, 2-14 in the game, Dallas 17-14, first and goal at the one, Prescott keeps it, Burrows at right guard. Boy, they have not signaled touchdowns. Touchdown! Touchdown, Prescott! That's when they have seen a quarterback blossom. Remember the drive at the end of the first half, and then this was all Dak Prescott. It was you, all Dak Prescott. Do you, you agree with that, Jeffrey? We saw a quarterback blossom. In but this of game. course, sir. But of course. I feel like that the Giants game, and then it just had the momentum, if you would, media words. Playoffs are big for quarterbacks. Yeah, legacies. Probably unfairly. Yeah. Absolutely. We're talking about that today. Dak Prescott in his first playoff game played great. Yeah. But when the team doesn't win the game. If that happens a couple more times, all of a sudden the narrative becomes, well, you know, he just wasn't good enough. Sure he was. The team didn't win. Were you guys watching the games last night at all? I mean. You know, I, I watched both of them. You were? Yeah, of course. Yeah, getting crazy. I mean, thinking no, you don't know where you're going to go. I didn't care, but I was just watching as a fan. Just watching. Are you a bigger it. fan of the NFL or college football right now? NFL. I didn't watch college football until I got to college. Interesting. Yeah. That interesting. is interesting. Do you have a rooting interest tonight? Are you interested tonight? There yeah, is a college it. football game. Yeah, I'm tonight. going to watch it. I, I'm, I'm interested. I want to see what Alabama does. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you a football fan, Connor? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I watch uh, I watch the NFL more in college also. I mean, Even when you were in college? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's different to go because you guys both went to huge schools, so I'm always confused that when these guys are playing on Saturday, then they're watching co- football all day on Sunday. Well, some football players are not necessarily football fans. That's to watch true. It. They just That's like true. to play. That's true. Right? And yeah. But uh, it's good to know. I always like finding football players who like watching football. How did you feel when it came down to the Cody Parkey kick? I mean, you just feel bad for the guy, but then you know there's the other side of where they just have to make the kicks. It did get tipped. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. It happened. I mean, you know that that freeze in the kicker, is that's something serious. It's, it's a big game. They, they haven't been in the playoffs in a while, so, you know, they felt pressure too. So. You think that job is scarier than your job? Like, you get to line up and play – 60 plays in a game. So each one is just the next play. The kicker, he could be standing there all day and they say, hey, run out there and win the game. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, not being warmed up and stuff. No, I, bet, I bet it's hard. Go kick it. And sometimes you kick it so hard that your hamstring breaks and you fall <laughs> down. Yeah, but that's only if you're 72 years old. <laughs> that's true. Steven, what do we got? Uh, Garrett here with a question. Hi, a question for Connor and Anthony here. And I know, Jeff, you talked about this on Jeffrey Time today. Given how much the NFL has changed with offenses like the Rams and the Chiefs putting up 40-some a game, uh, are you still a believer in the mantra of defense wins championships? I like that question, Garrett. Thank you. That's a defensive question. Let the the defensive guy go first. Of course I believe defense wins championships. (laughs) And, of course, you know, I feel like our defense can compete with anybody in this league, you know. There's only eight teams left, and we I feel like we were one of the top defenses left in the, in the league. And um, we we ready for anything. We, we prepared. 
Connor, what's more important, offense or defense? <laughs> mm. I mean, um, I mean, when you have a solid defense like ours and um, and they hold them to less than 20 points a game, I mean, it makes it a lot easier on the offense. So, I was asked this question on our flagship station this morning. Uh, I think Sean Sharif was the one who asked me, so I'll ask you. Would, would you rather watch a game like the Rams and the Chiefs played a few weeks ago, or would you rather watch a game like your game with the Saints or or the other day or something like that? Which game do you feel was more exciting? I'm asking you first. I'll give you my opinion. I feel like our game was more exciting. That game was a bunch of mental mistakes, a bunch of undisciplined things going on in that game, 50 points. But the uneducated football fan is watching it, and they're like, oh, another touchdown. Oh, it's craziness. We're up to, you know, 100 and some points. But I think you're right. You know, if you really look at it, you guys are playing smart football. Connor, which which do you prefer? Uh, I mean, I think ours. I think uh, the closer, low-scoring games more enjoyable to watch. The, the answer I gave him was the, the, the most – disinterested I've been in a game I've watched all year was that Rams-Chiefs game because it was like a video game. Can we run the ball? Can we block? Can we play some defense? Can we? What you guys are doing right now, that's football. You're playing grown-up football. Give it up. So there, harumph. <laughs> what if Connor and his guys just block everybody perfectly on every play and they score 60? That's not fun, Brad? Th- that's fine, but I'll bet they will bet score 60. Yeah, no, that's great. But I'll bet they don't give 60. up 50. Right. We got Raul here all dappered up with a question. Uh-huh. Hey, guys, uh, this question is for uh, Anthony Brown, um, the a- a.k.a. the silent assassin, right? That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, the question is, are you a confirmed hot boy? And how was that interview process? I'm not confirmed because I didn't attend the dinner. You have to attend the dinner to join the hot boy. You have to attend the dinner. Right. You have Sean to, was every Thursday. Outside. They Did have a dinner every Thursday, and you have to attend to get joined in the group. Are you invited to the dinner? You have to get invited. So I got invited one week, but we had a DB dinner the same day, and I'm not going to turn Ooh. on my DB. No, 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 of course not. That. So, so if you don't go. go, this is a little bit like voting for the Heisman Trophy. If you if you vote, then you can't never. If you keep voting, you'll vote forever. If you don't vote, you're out. And you're it's done. the same way with Hot Boys. If you attend a dinner, you got to keep going to every dinner. So it's really? a lot to come with that. Yeah. Really? I can't believe right. no one else on the team has made their own club. Wow. I would feel so left out. But the offensive linemen have yeah, dinner every line. Thursday yeah. night, right? Yeah, we're we're the online club. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that is the go. worst name for a club. It's just about football, for, It's the worst name for the best club ever. Right. What do we got, Steven? You got anything else? Are we good? Oh, actually, okay. I got a question. Then. You got a go. Okay, good. Go ahead. It's the last show. You get a question. Where's the dinners? Actually, guys, if you weren't in football, what would you be doing? See, Steven, you Steven. went a couple of weeks ago when you thought Steven. I was busting on you. I wasn't. You could come up here and do this. You may come up and finish the show. You I'm not tore sure him yet. up for that. I saw the look I in your eye. What would you be doing, Connor? Uh, I'd be finishing my last semester of school. Yeah, and then? And then I don't know. I could use my degree to do something. Which one do you think is better? Where you are now or if you were just doing another semester of school? I enjoy where I am now. Okay. I feel like you'd be a traveler. Like you'd be traveling. Uh, Not a huge traveler. I, I like my time away, though. Yeah. He went from Capel to Austin to Dallas. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> He's not going that far. He's stay in Texas. Hey, B, what would you be doing if you weren't playing football? Um, I really don't know. Um, probably just working, 
taking care of my kid, you know. I don't know. What age did football become super serious to you where you thought, you know what, I can do this and I can do this at the level that's going to get me paid? I never thought about it like that. I just love the showed game. up each day and I played? I just love the game. I never thought, like, oh, you're going to get drafted, you're not going to get drafted. But I always knew I could play. So, I mean, I never thought about it like that. I just love the game. But when, he came, when we came to day, day three and no one had called your name yet. Yeah, at that point, at that point, I felt like, because the guys that was called before me, I felt like, okay, I know I could play just like those guys. And why are they getting drafted on that? I was offended on your behalf <laughs> when we got into day three and nobody had picked you yet. And I want you to know, I don't know if they listened to me, but on DallasCowboys.com, I was begging for the pick for about three rounds. I was waiting for Anthony Brown, so I like to think I was instrumental. Yeah, that's um, going in the sixth round, 180. That's the whole reason behind the chip tattoo I have on my shoulder. I got, I got the chip, and I got the 189 under. That's my draft number, and that's the whole reason behind it. And um, that's what it is. And why did you choose a chip? An actual... I wanted a chip because I feel like I'm hungry for the game. Because he's got a chip and on his Is shoulder. it a ruffle? It's a ruffle it's chip. It's a ruffle. So I feel like I'm hungry for the game, and... That's my last piece of food, and if you take it, I'm, it's going to be trouble. So that's my chip on my shoulder. I like so. it. I've well, never heard it explained that way. That's the best way to explain it, and it's the best way uh, for us to say good night. Say thank you to Connor Williams and Anthony Brown. Please, guys, thank you. Appreciate you giving up your time. For Taylor Stern, Jeff Cavanaugh, I'm Brad Sham. Go Cowboys! Get in the game and go to Albertsons when you're looking for fresh produce. 